got a funny story here. Uh, it's that Fred Meyer. This uh, last week and is at nighttime, which is where I no normally go to Fred Meyer, kind of right before they close. And uh, so there was like two really hot chicks there for some reason at <laughs> Fred Meyer at nighttime. Normally I don't see any cute girls there ever, you know, yeah. really actually not a lot of people there because it's around closing time, but this particular night I saw like two super hot chicks there and this one chick uh, was wearing all black, she's wearing like the black tight pants and she's had a smoking hot body and I was just like, whatever, like I'm gonna go get my last item and check out. So I went to like, go get the last item and as I was like getting ready to go to the self-checkout line, I seen this chick pushing a cart with a baby in it, wearing like the most scandalous uh -huh. short dress I've like uh -huh. seen a chick wear uh, in recent memory. She already has a baby. How how old do you need to be? Well, she was very young. She's a young mother. Horse, and that's horse. I think it is, but women are just, they're liberated now through feminist rights and all that stuff, and so women are like, basically, they have the right to be a whore, and they have the right to like wear super scandalous apparel, attire, like yeah. out in public, and they love it, because they know men are just like perving out on them, uh -huh. and like, you know, and this chick is wearing super, like a negligee, like a woman wears to bed, uh -huh. you know, like, and... She's pushing this cart, and the way she was like positioned, pushing the cart, her ass was just like out, just out there, and that dress was like just skimming the outer edge of the cheeks. I mean, uh -huh. like, I couldn't believe like I was just I had to follow it before I checked out because should be legal. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm thinking, and I'm like, this kind of attire should be frowned upon because this is like causing men like to be like horn dogs you know like and so I'm like following this chick and I, I wasn't like turned on or like masturbating or anything like following her it was just like I just wanted to see how she was rocking this short ass dress literally like and not like revealing ass cheeks or snits <laughs> yeah I mean uh, just an upskirt shot with your photos so we probably just you got the shot at the truck. I know, I probably could have, dude. I pull up my fucking cell phone and, you know, it's just... I easily could have done that. I wasn't, like... I didn't have my cell phone on me at the time, but, like... <laughs> but, I mean, like, it really was. It was, like... I was kind of, like, following this chick up this aisle, and then I turned around the corner... And there was the chick wearing all black oh. that I saw right before her that was like super hot. And and what was funny is she, this super hot chick in black was with this other older lady, like possibly her mother. And as I turned around the corner, this lady said, every time we come here, there's like some guy who's like, uh -huh. like perving out on you basically. Yeah following you around the store or whatever. And they thought that I was that guy. Huh? But I wasn't. 
I was actually following the chick in the short skirt, trying to see uh-huh. if she if I was gonna get a little piece of peep shot, peep shot of her ass cheeks or something. I just really was interested to see if it was actually going to, you know, like how she was doing it, like like not revealing it, you know, like that short and not actually uh-huh. at some point in time, like in some kind of position revealing. Because I'm pretty sure it was a thong G-string panties underneath. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. You know, with that kind of chick, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get a nice... If something reveals itself, you're going to get a nice view, a nice glimpse of something. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But what I wanted to point out is that the irony of how, you know, we... I was following this chick, and then I turn around the corner... And this other lady accuses me, basically, of kind of perving out on her daughter. Like all the other guys seem to do when they come to that store and shop. From what it sounded like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what the lady was referring to when I turned around the corner. Was She was trying to say something to her daughter, the girl that was in all black. That there's always a guy every time we come here that uh-huh. is following you around the store. And that guy over there, pointing. Yep. <laughs> but what was cool is like the chick actually was like wanted me to talk to her though. That was the thing. She wasn't like if she thought I was a a pervert or something following her around. Like she wanted me to talk to her because as I went down the the next aisle. I looked back and she was like staring at me like, oh. like basically like, what happened? I, I felt awkward. Like I didn't know like how to respond because I felt like they were accusing me of kind of perving out on her. And then it's she, like, she probably standing there thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing? You won't talk to me, just looking at me. Well, because I wasn't even to see the thing was is I wasn't even like necessarily like. I wasn't following her around, you know, like they, like they kind of thought I was. So it's like the dynamic was kind of like odd, like, Uh you know, it's like they were thinking I was potentially something else, you know, that I I wasn't, you know, I was trying to see if this chick in the short skirt was going to reveal any sniz or butt cheeks, you know, like, huh? Nice kids. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she just had a kid. You know, she's pushing around a, a baby uh, yeah. in her in her uh, cart. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that, some nice milk boobies. Oh, dude, you probably drink. I could dr- I've drink milk off of those things, man. <laughs> what? Right, I'm gonna drink milk off those things. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried it. I've tried breast milk. It's delicious. I'm sure this chick's. Would have been delicious too. Right from the tap too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a real thing. You know, breast milk is real. It's real. Oh, we got a, a little fly flying around in here. What's going on? I don't think I can get him with that. He's been flying around here. I think he's attracted to the beers. This episode is sponsored by Michelob Ultra Infusions Lime and Prickly Pear Cactus.
And then... Nope. There he is. He's right here. Oh, man. He's crazy. We have to deal with flies on set. We do have fly catchers hanging up from the ceiling, though. <laughs> that don't seem to be doing much. Well, I think they're too high up. Yeah. I think that the flies are flying more mid-range level in the room. They're not yeah. like, going way high up. See, it's just, it's, you'd have to have them like, dangling down like right by you, you know? Well, they used to be longer, though. They hang down like three feet. Yeah. These were just short. Short guys. Yeah, usually when flies are flying around in here, I usually kill them. <clears throat> we we step aside from the podcasting and we get to fly catching. <laughs> fly killing. <laughs> fly domination. Yeah, it's funny. We'll... We close the door to the office here, to the set, and we trap them in here. Uh-huh. And usually what they do is they'll eventually get tired of flying, and then they'll land on something, and that's when you strike. Yeah. It's very ruthless. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a very ruthless but effective method. I will get them. <laughs> yep. And we're also dealing with gnats as well. They kill that. Yeah, that kind of flies around and they're they like to mess around with us fly right it kind of up in our grills and <laughs> like taunt us and stuff like you know like what's up man I'm right in your face what's up and then you smack him <laughs> oh there he is he's back oh, there he is yeah he's too quick he's young I think he's a young fly Juvenile. Yeah, young Juvenile fly. Young grasshopper. We usually prefer like the fat flies, you know, that are like older, you know, like slower. slower but I don't know, that one that was fat was pretty fast still. Yeah. That we just got recently. It's all charged up our shit. <laughs> He's all high on fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> flies on fentanyl, they're crazy. <laughs> We get fat, fatter, and more crazier, and fly weirder and stranger. (laughs) Fentanyl flies. Good old fentanyl flies. So, talked about, he's got a good story in, talked a little about the flies. Uh-huh. Do you have anything else you want to add to the mix? Um, I just was really excited about this magnet therapy, and it kind of fell to the floor someone got dropped the ball. Yeah, I'm 
mean, I don't know. I mean, they didn't say that they couldn't help. They just said they didn't know. Yeah. Kind of. Hmm. So I don't know what to do because from what I've heard, the only thing that can help a brain injury is magnet therapy. Huh. And they focus that therapy on, on your head or like what? Uh, yeah, but they focus on depression. Wherever depression happens in the brain. Depression happens, oh, that's interesting. It, it's the government will pay for it if you're depressed. Well, can they check and see if you have depression in your brain? Are you talking about depression, like, psychological? Yeah. Oh. Huh. I don't really feel like, are you depressed? No. I I don't don't think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean... Huh. I thought depression you were talking about was some kind of... In the brain or something, like... It's, like, (laughs) deformed or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll find out if we can pay them a little more and have them focus their treatment on the cerebellum. Cerebellum of the brain? Yeah. Okay. So what is it that they use? Coils of some kind. Wire coils of some kind that make noises. Like a cat skin. Huh. Okay. I don't know. I just think that even though they might not know, it might be something worth looking into for you. What? Gotta take advantage of any opportunity that might potentially help, I feel like, you know? So what do we not take advantage of? Well, this, if we're not going to... We're just going to let them kind of discourage us into thinking that... We don't feel that we can help you is basically what they're saying. Yeah. So, I mean... It's kind of discouraging us away from treatment. Yeah. But at the same time... If money was an issue, I would do it in two seconds. Yeah, I know. But like you're saying, though, I mean, you are, you know, comfortable in your present environment. You do have the podcast going on. And now we're going to be doing the uh, signs... Which I'm hoping is going to, you know, maybe gain some new recruits <laughs> here locally. Get the couple interns. Well, I think that. Aw, interns. <laughs> like the chicks that we saw at Fred Meyer. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that really we want to affect. I feel like our region here 
where we live for anarchism. Because right now, this is an unstable time that we're living in. And Indeed. I think that, like, change can be created immediately. Radical change can be implemented and created, you know, in this era that we're living in of an instability. Almost immediately. Yeah, and especially with, you know, everybody being caught up in the air yeah. right now. Like, it says in Thessalonians, everybody's being caught up in the air. The air is the ether. The Ethernet, everybody's cell phone is interconnected to the Ether. Uh-huh. The Ethernet. So this is a real thing. It's how the cell phones work. Uh-huh. It's a real thing. It's the occult forces. And Freemasonry has always known about this since the beginning of time. It was taught by Tubal Cain, the early descendants of Cain. We talked about this. They knew about the Ether, and we're all being caught up in it, just like. The Apostle Paul said in the New Testament in Thessalonians that when Jesus comes back, the whole world is going to be caught up in the air to meet the Lord in the air. And the air is the ether. Jesus is going to be some kind of image that everybody's going to be able to see through their phones. Whether he's a physical human being or he's some kind of celestial being that comes in the clouds, literally, you know, like, and appears and... Everybody's got their cell phones, like, looking at them up in the sky or something, uh-huh, you know, yeah. like, relaying this information, like, worldwide, and everybody's seeing Jesus and uh-huh. going to be judged. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I, I don't know, man. It's, like, crazy stuff. You just got a little crazy right there for a second. Today we're bringing to light... How the beast is trying to create uh, remedies for people's ailments. In the ailment. Yeah, and uh, ranging from sexually transmitted diseases to psoriasis on the face. <laughs> or the body or the back or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, I just think it's just kind of funny because it's just the. Really, I think, like, the beast wants to create, like, some kind of remedy to alleviate judgment as well. They've came out with the new AIDS pill. What's that? You just take it AIDS. And it cures you of AIDS or something? Something like that makes you not positive or something. Any longer? Yeah, I don't know, something. I don't know too much about AIDS, but... I mean, that's the idea with the Vic Tarby that they're trying to do. It's, like, basically, like, trying to give people, like, uh, an opportunity to be sexually promiscuous and not contract or uh, alleviate the possibility of getting HIV, really, through taking this drug. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's the same thing through psoriasis, you know, as well, like, the psoriasis stuff that they got, like, pills that they're advertising is, like, really, it's just that people need to change their diet. Psoriasis is caused by candida overgrowth, like, in the gut. It's, like, you're eating, like, the wrong kinds of foods or something, and that's what's causing breakouts on your skin. Oh. But, see, the beast wants to create a pill that says, like, hey, just take this pill, and it's gonna help you, you know? 
gonna, hey, you can be promiscuous and have all these different sexual partners and just take this pill and you're not gonna have to. You'll be fine. Yeah, like, yeah, that's really what I, and I think, like, the beast really wants to get to the point where it can, like, offer people uh, a pill or whatever for, like, uh, judgment. Uh-huh. You know, I think that's ultimately, like, basically, hey, you take this pill, like, you're not going to be subject to the judgment of God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think literally, like, they would want to do that if they could. And they're probably in the works in it of it right now. That sounds pretty far left. It's kind of a crazy notion. I wouldn't put the past no for the idiots. <laughs> Well, that's just the thing. I mean, they're really, that's what they're, they're really, the beast, it really wants to defy God, you know? And so what is it, what is it doing? It's trying to create all these ways of, uh, ways of, uh, you know, allowing people to live, you know, like under their, like, mark, you know, their image their number, you know, to live like heathens, you're like, uh-huh. you know, people who are like, you know, worship Satan or whatever, you know, like uh-huh. evil, give people like the ability to live that lifestyle, you know, you know, and not have any sort of consequences, you know, I really believe that that's what the system is trying to create because they're ultimately evil and they want to be able to continue in their evil defiance against God. It's like, it's a, it's a hierarchy. You have people, you have the beast, and then you have God. Uh-huh. Or no, it's you have you have people, you have the beast, you have the devil, and then you have God. Oh. It's like there's like these different levels. I feel like. Oh. Is it the beast and devil same thing? Pretty much. I mean, it says that the beast gets its power from the devil. Oh. That old crooked serpent, the devil. It says in Revelation. Yeah. That deceives the whole world. Uh-huh. It's like it says, the, the devil deceives the whole world, but he uses the beast to enforce his his way. And like his way is to like give people opportunity to be promiscuous and take a big tarvy pill, and they can get you know clear of their STD. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or eliminate the possibility for that. You know, like Satan wants people to be out of control, living like lives that are like you know like crazy and you know unhealthy and then hey take a pill and like that's gonna alleviate that problem that like you've you've contracted or developed through living licentiously you know huh licentiously uh huh man I don't even know that word licentious is like basically like uh how should I say? I mean, it's definitely a lifestyle of indulgence and, like, the pleasures of the flesh. <laughs> okay. Of the, like, the Bible calls it the flesh. It's like, the sinful nature is the flesh. So it's just, I mean, it's like, it's all the seven deadly sins, basically. Like, that's all I sin. If you're engaging in the seven deadly sins, you're living a licentious lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, just to clarify that. But I really believe like that is what the beast is trying to create. They're trying to create a system where 
They've got a, a remedy for everything, a pill for everything. And like I said, I think if they could, like they'd create a pill for to give sinners redemption in the time of judgment, because that's what I think we're coming up to. <laughs> Take this pill and you escape judgment. Is there something like that in the Matrix or something where they take the pill? Yeah. They take pills of some kind? Blue pill or red pill. Yeah. And one leads to like... The red pill is a good one, blue pill is a bad one. See, and the beast would give the blue pill. Yeah. But see, once again, that's an interesting dynamic because red... Who is, who is red in the political spectrum of things? What do you mean? Well, in our political spectrum of things, there's the blue and the red. Republicans? Republicans are red. Yeah. Democrats are blue. Yeah. The blue pill was bad. The red pill was good. Oh, wow. If you think about it, that has actually, like, an unconscious content meaning that applies in a political way, I feel like, to people like that it's going into the unconscious they don't even realize that there's actually a political agenda potentially behind that in the matrix i believe yeah you know where they're trying to say like hey the republican party is you know like they promote the good the red or the the blue not so much yeah, <laughs> yeah. and see this is what i really believe that is actually in play kind of an interesting tangent that we're going on right now, but in cinematics, TV shows, music, like all these like mediums of entertainment are always conveying some kind of unconscious content or subliminal uh, agenda or whether even the producers know it or not Carl Jung talked about this in his collective works he talked about how poets and stuff convey certain esoteric things that whether they know it or not you know for example poets you know they're conveying unconscious content or meaning that they might not even be consciously realizing that they're embedding in their poetry, so to speak. And it's no different with somebody who writes a script or something for a movie. I mean, it's very similar in a sense where they might not even know what they're really even trying, what they're creating, the, the esoteric kind of significance behind it. Do you see what I'm saying, kind of? A little bit. It's very psychological. It's very, you know, and that's really where I feel the beast is most uh, strongest in. Like, manipulating people's minds. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I feel like he uses, where it says he uses force to deceive. It says, like, Satan deceives the whole world. You know, the beast forces people to do this. And how does he force it? He forces it through probably a psychological mechanism or means or objective, you know, that is potentially using this kind of unconscious 
subliminal content to influence people, you know, to, you know, you could even go so far as to say that all these pills that they're prescribing for people to take to eliminate or alleviate their problems are done through a subliminal psychological means, you know, or these commercials that we're watching, you know. They're trying to alleviate the wrongdoings. Well, yeah, and that's really what it's about. That's, I mean, the Satan himself is trying to, the devil himself is trying to, like, trying to find some way to alleviate his judgment. You better believe he is, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very... I've even read in the occult where it says that there's people who tried to escape punishment for their sins through certain certain uh, means and stuff that they uh. use to like that he was saying Manly Palmer Hall was saying secret teachings of all the ages he was saying that there was certain adepts of the occult that would have the ability to transcend kind of their punishment and stuff like uh. in this life where he was saying there is like punishment for sin Manly Palmer Hall and that there's ways of like like getting around that somehow, like <laughs> I don't know, like it's some crazy shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it's kind of like you're trying to pull fast or not God, which you can't really do. Yeah, I don't think you really can do that. That's what I'm, you know. I'm just like that was a. I thought it was a very odd kind of statement. You know that you know through gnosis through, you know the occult methods of you know witchcraft and theurgy and stuff that you could somehow cast a spell or something to get you away from some kind of punishment you know that you deserved or something uh-huh. I mean I don't know that kill somebody and like you could you know somehow I feel like this is this that's kind of my situation my dream kind of God speaking to me tell me to get my shit together and just because it didn't kill me and I'm not in bad shape physically so right. you're, I mean in my opinion you're pretty much normal for the most part you just can't really walk I mean it's just what were you saying? Well, I feel like this is kind of my punishment from God. And when I get through it, I'll be without, uh, what do you call it, fault or whatever. I'm wondering though if like if we're living in the last days if you if you're a part of the 144,000 that you would be transformed and that would be potentially like you know at that time would be like maybe like when you get better yeah. that moment you know yeah and that you would transcend this condition and just in the twinkling of an eye yeah that's what I'm thinking is a possibility I do too 
Because yeah. I think we're right there, man. I mean, I really do. It's just... It's like I was listening to that song. Careful, man. <laughs> uh, I was listening to that song, uh, Wen Chung, and it talks about the whole world is Babylon in the lyrics. I just, I've talked about this before recently, but I just, I heard this song again, and it's like, Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows what song I'm talking about. It's an 80s song, I believe, by this band called Wen, Chan, Wen Chung. Uh-huh. And, uh, Everybody Party Tonight or whatever. Uh-huh. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Or, uh-huh. I think that I'm pretty sure that's what they're talking, what they're saying in it. But it's just the whole world is Babylon, dude. <clears throat> and this was like a song that I believe was like once again going back to that unconscious content. It was like coming through in this song. You know, we're just like this. They were like just this one little lyric in this song. Every the whole world is Babylon and says in it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, dude! I can't believe they're saying that. Uh-huh. They're very arrogant, you know, about... The Beast is very arrogant, I feel like. Yeah. It likes to promote, like, its power and its authority. And anything arrogant most likely is not from God. No, it's anything. not... Anything. No, because the first arrogant being in history of creation was Lucifer. When he, like, rose up against God and said, like, I will ascend to the north. I will be God. I am better than God. My ways are better than God. People need to follow my ways. Yeah. You know, and then his ways become, became instituted by the beast, you know, because Satan is the power and prince of this world, you know, and has been since the early descendants of Cain, like we're talking about in our sermon series that we did a few months ago. That's when, I believe, Satan took control of the earth. It was through them. So, you know, the beast isn't something new. It's nothing new under the sun. Uh Like Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. The wisest man in in the book of Proverbs. There's nothing new under the sun, he says. The beast is nothing new under the sun. That's what people need to understand. And like the Apostle Paul says, the spirit of Antichrist was already there at that time. And that's because the beast was already there. The beast is the Antichrist. It's this power structure that's existed that the devil has used to rule the world with, you know, since basically the beginning of time. Because we know that he ruled the world before the flood through the early descendants of Cain and the system that they set up. That ruled till the end of till well, the time of the flood. Well, he got Adam and Eve fucked up. So, what well, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, because, what and that's what that's what allowed, I believe, the infiltration by Satan to advance his agenda in mankind was through the fall, and that was ultimately his his initial, you know, what he wanted to do. Like that's why he caused Eve. He had targeted the weakest link, which was Eve, and then advanced his agenda through that, you know? To the man. Yep, to the man. And then by the man, then everything was compromised and cursed by God. And then Satan and the early descendants of Cain began to establish their beast system back then, 
you know, and that beast system ruled till the time of the flood, and then it was restarted at the Tower of Babylon right after the flood. God confounded the languages, basically like sending another flood, but in a different way, a, a flood of tongue confusion, <laughs> you might say. Uh-huh. You know, and then everybody dispersed out. And the earliest civilization after that was the Indus Valley of India, which is where we get the Vedas and Hinduism and stuff and the first religion. The what? The Vedas. Vedas. Yeah, the Vedas were the four books of hin- early books of Hinduism, the sacred books. The Vedas. Veda. Nope. Veda. V e d a. Veda mail. Or Beta Max. <laughs> or Beta Max. Uh, Beta Max is like uh, some kind of, uh, uh, I believe, some kind of uh, filmography or something of, uh, that they used to put films on or something like that. It's oh, like wow. Beta Max was like a. Oh like yeah, a VH, you're right. You're right. VHS type, you're early right. VHS type thing. It was a VHS. The Betamax tape was a little shorter right. than the VHS. Yeah, this is prehistoric history we're talking about now. <laughs> people don't know, most modern people don't know anything about really. Fuck, this is like 30 years ago. I know, it's like Atari and then there's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Remember Atari? Yeah. They had like the first system of like video games and then came... Uh, and came Nintendo, and that yeah. was like Super Mario Brothers, and yeah. it was just like, yeah. So, anyway, we're, we're talking about the Vedas, though. I don't know how we got on the uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers, but the Vedas, yes. Yeah, so the Vedas were the was the first religion, essentially Hinduism, that was another manifestation of that old system established by the early descendants of Cain, that sun worship system. And Satan, once again, through Hinduism in, the, in this valley, was starting to begin to establish his, his religions once again, just like he established them before the flood, you know. And just continue to flow from that. Then you get from India, like you get Zoroastrianism, which is the opposite of Hinduism. Basically, Zoroastrianism is taking Hinduism saying, oh, Hinduism's evil, we're the good. You know, it's like... The the a thesis antithesis. It's like Zoroastrianism rised in Persia, Medo Persia, and Zoroaster was the founder of it. That's why it's called Zoroastrianism. But it's basically antagonistic towards Hinduism. But it's still another sun sun worship system. It's the yeah. same thing basically. It's just a different. The deities are in Hinduism are evil, whereas in Zoroastrianism, they're good. <laughs> like the divas, diva is a god in Hinduism, but in Zoroastrianism, it's, it's a devil. You know, it's evil. Zoroastrianism is very evil, too, be, uh, very interesting, because it has a, um, has an interesting word that's used for a demon as well. There's multiple different kinds of demons in Zoroastrianism. One of them is called the Drudge, which, in my opinion, is like very similar to the word drug. And like, what is a drug? A drug is an evil thing, you know. Like, it's supposedly bad. You take a drug, you're like, 
Yeah, you're, or you're maybe an addict. Which is interesting because in Zoroastrianism they have this word for a demon that's called drud, drudge, and it's very similar to drug to me. And it's just like, could drug and drudge, could there be like a link here? You know, where it's like Zoroastrianism like called a demon a drudge, just like it called a, a diva a, a demon as well. But drudge is so close, close to drug. Sorry, I'm tongue twisted here. <laughs> that it seems to me like could a demon be the one that's causing people to become or do drugs to begin with? Like a drudge demon, like in Hindu or Zoroastrianism, could be really like what causes a person to do a human drug, you know? Yeah. Seems like there could be a link there, I don't know. Yeah, that word is a D-R-U-J. Uh-huh. In Zoroastrianism. We call it a drug, D-R-U-G. Yeah. But G and J are really close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a B and a V. B uh-huh. and V's in ling- linguistics are very similar. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think that we're... Uh, we're on to something here. Don't you think? 